Unlocked, Episode 1, Life in Lockdown. Hello and welcome to Unlocked, an all-new podcast by Touch. We're here talking to you from our self-isolated homes in the UK. My name is Esme. And I'm Tim. Unlocked is a brand new podcast about looking into the future of FMCG through the lens of what's happening right now and the changes that COVID-19 is stirring up. Yes, this is our way of sharing something with our colleagues, clients and the wider world to inform, inspire and hopefully entertain. On each episode of Unlocked, we'll be talking to different experts within the FMCG world, having honest conversations surrounding consumer, packaging, retail and sustainability. Harvesting intel on the business implications from the current crisis and what this could mean going into the future. On today's episode, we're going to start by looking at the topic of consumer behaviour change. This is definitely something that we value highly here at Touch. For us, consumer insight should be at the very heart of innovation designing around real-life needs, behaviours, different scenarios. I mean, all of this may sound obvious, but the consumer perspective can so often be lost during the design process. Already we are seeing how COVID-19 is causing an unprecedented shift in consumer behaviour over a very short amount of time. And so as this watershed moment sort of unfolds, we wanted to delve into the nitty-gritty of how life is changing for consumers. So over the past two weeks, we have been speaking to different friends and family members across the country, um, all at different life stages. And we want to know about their unique versions of lockdown. We've asked them about the changes they've experienced in the way that they're working, the way that they're living, shopping and consuming. So let's see what they have to say. Freedom. Freedom, that's my biggest change. Freedom to go see family, grandchildren, just really finding that hard. Last week was a bit chaotic, um, trying to juggle homeschool or distant learning, uh, meetings with work. Used to pop to the shops most days to pick up a paper and get what we needed. Now it's two hours in all, queuing to get in, queuing at the till. I tried getting a food shop the other day, couldn't get most of it, so rationing and being sensible with what we're using is very important i've been planning more creative meals and thinking more carefully about what i cook trying to avoid waste to avoid going to the shops too much there's a real sense of our our homes our sort of closed ecosystems as being quite safe um, and anything that's being imported has has that kind of potential of being uh, being importing viruses yes it's all very surreal and um yeah, it seems weird. These are definitely difficult and uncertain times, and I think it was it was a nice kind of quick insight to how we're all feeling, really, um, and adapting to our new kind of lockdown routine. So let's take a little look further into this about how our kind of fears and uncertainties are kind of changing the way we behave surrounding product and packaging.
Yes, very conscious of uh, everything that we touch. Obviously, packaging stuff from supermarkets, from the from the corner shop. It's more conscious of not touching my face when I've been touching products. Um, I think when it comes to packaging, for me, I'm just much more aware of how much I'm touching it. Milk bottles are great because you can just pick up the handle and you don't have to touch the rest of the bottle. Um, I have been wiping down, um, disinfecting my products when I've got home, um, which is a really odd thing to do. Usually we trust the product that we bring home. It's brand new. Um, you would expect it to be safe and you'd expect it to be clean. You know, I think people may start to want to have more knowledge about the journeys of the things that they buy. Thinking about, has anyone else touched this packet? My hands were clean, but now they're not. And I'm touching this food and I put it in my mouth. Or I need to drink out of a glass rather than drinking out of the bottle. I found myself, just for convenience, picking up the packaged vegetables um, and also so that I can quickly grab them and get out of other people's way. Whether going forward shops can do more or products or brands can do more to to help you to understand that you can trust this product, um, whether it's ultraviolet rays that the product has been through before it gets on the shelf or whether it's made from a material that is more resistant to bacteria than, than others, that may then sort of play a part in our decision to, to be more inclined to choose that product or to feel um, safe with it. Thank you so much to everyone who shared their experiences with us over these past couple of weeks. There are some very interesting, incredibly relatable accounts of how consumer behaviour is changing. It sounds like some consumers are not even sure why they're changing their habits and acting in a certain way and often wondering whether what they're doing is rational or not. It's true, there is a lot of confusion and these changing behaviours are based on ever-evolving information. So it's going to be interesting to see how these behaviours will adapt as more light is shed as the weeks progress. Having said that, there were a number of almost universal insights from our conversations. Um, so let's kind of explore these a little further. What do you think, Tim? So one theme that kept coming through is this perceived threat of the outside. People see their homes as safe spaces. And so anything that comes into that is a threat. People are more aware of the journeys that their packs have been on and all the contact points and the amount of times that that pack could have been exposed during that journey. So in reaction, people are wiping down packs and washing their shopping when they uh, bring it into their home and forming these new rituals to stay safe. Yeah, I think another really interesting area is this idea of um, considered curation. We're hearing consumers speak a lot about their restricted shopping habits and the lack of choice they have of products within store and online. So they're having to be kind of extra organized around their weekly meal prep. Um, and also another reaction to this is that they're um, a lot more aware of the food waste and having to be really efficient with the food that they have. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. I think another uh, theme that came up a few times was this idea around a new appreciation for packaging and the protection that that brings. Uh, as hygiene has now sort of overtaken recyclability as the top priority, people are more willing to dispose of packaging straight away and care less about their waste uh, because they see hygiene and safety as the top priority. 
what could this mean for our clients? James, our strategic director, caught up this week with Lucy, our planner here at Touch. They spoke about the way that we might think about interpreting these early insights as signposts and watchouts for the future. Let's take a listen. So that's been really fascinating listening to what consumers have been saying and actually something I can really relate to from conversations with my own family and friends. I think, you know, we've been talking between us about coronavirus impacting all areas of our industry, but I think particularly as far as the consumer and consumer behaviours are concerned, this feels like a watershed moment. Um, We're seeing some seriously universal shifts in all areas of consumer life and actually what those videos display is listening to those consumers, people are changing their behaviours in totally different ways. They're interpreting these risks in different ways. And so we're we're looking at a range of new behaviours. So I guess it's starting to make us question what this might mean for consumer research. How how are we going to advise our brands, James, to keep ahead of the curve and in touch with the behaviours as they evolve? Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. It's interesting, isn't it, that at the moment when we're doing research in this kind of lockdown um, scenario, it's all about appropriateness and us really giving advice and counsel um, to the brands that we're working for and the companies that we're working for about how to research in this kind of very, very different environment. There's no doubt about it. Consumers are kind of really um, keen to talk to us, maybe more so than ever before. They want to share what's in their mind. Um, they're feeling quite passionate about the lockdown. Um, and you'll have heard some of that already in some of the stuff that we play back um, on the podcast. But at the same time, um, as much as consumers want to share, it's against a very strange backdrop. And there's obviously fears and concerns and things that just wouldn't be uh, in, in a standard kind of scenario at the moment. So I think for brands we're having to make sure that people are having a dialogue with consumers in the right kind of way yes we've got the tools and techniques to be able to do it we're using some really really fascinating um, digital techniques um, to be able to you know get consumers to to log on and, and talk to us uh, and, and share their perspectives but it's got to be done in a really appropriate sensitive way you can't just start to talk to consumers about packaging right now because there's bigger different things going on so it's all about the approach and, and how you work with consumers and moderate in a sensitive way you're absolutely right i don't want to be having these conversations with consumers if to, from their perspective it, it feels trivial i think we need to kind of acknowledge these huge changes and these huge um, kind of scenario that's happening as we're talking to consumers. But I think this caution um, that brands should be applying isn't just about what they're talking about with consumers. I think it's about how they interpret the insights. So you talked about this being a time of fear, a time of rapid change. So for you, does, do you think we should be interpreting things differently? Should we be using our traditional methods for interpreting insights? I think it's the classic case of, you know, when we talk about, you know, early research that Henry Ford did, you know, he, he was asking consumers what they wanted and they turned around and said, well, we need faster horses. And, you know, classically, we use that analogy all the time of the faster horses. We're going to have to be really mindful of what that means. When consumers tell us what they want right now, we can't wave a magic wand and make those things happen. But in terms of thinking about insight for innovation, we can start to plan and think about what these kind of deep-seated insights around fear and insecurity Mm. might mean in terms of product and packaging in future. And I think that's clear. That's why for me, ethnography um, is kind of crucial in this scenario because, you know, as you say, we're not just listening to consumers. We're going to be 
observing them. And even throughout the videos that we've been looking at, I mean, in the last couple of weeks, we had a video, um, I think you must remember, where we had a family who were washing their groceries. Um, and, you know, that's something I know people are doing um, in order to kind of, I guess, essentially cleanse and, and improve, improve hygiene um, of everything external that's coming into their own homes but in the background we saw one of the kids dive straight into the shopping bag and get a packet of sweets and eat directly from the packet of sweets so I think that tells us that they're you know they're saying one thing about you know protecting their homes and yet when it comes to convenience and somebody just grabbing their sweets quickly it was kind of um the rules didn't apply in that scenario And and I think we have to look as you say to those to the reasons behind the behaviors um and those lapses in behavior to understand what they might actually mean and I think what's really um, exciting for me, Lucy, is that I realise that um, this has been an incredibly challenging time for everybody. But one of the things that I think is clear is that from an innovator's perspective, and I guess... I'd even say that change is, change is happening faster than we've ever seen, but faster than we ever thought was perhaps even possible. Totally. And I think one of the challenges that we've had in terms of the work that we've been doing with clients over the last 18 months is just trying to think about how do you um, generate uh, enough uh, critical mass to move things forward when there's different policies around things like sustainability, when there's different materials, when there's different uh, business challenges to navigate. You know, now what we're seeing with COVID is that if there is enough of, um, if there's enough pressure uh, applied to a situation that things can change that money can be found that societies can change um, to make good things happen and, and I guess you know on a positive note as much as this is difficult it's showing us that positive things can happen absolutely I feel as though we could talk about this forever James um, it's been a really an interesting journey so far on this podcast and I, I am looking forward to seeing how it goes and, and seeing where these conversations take us Can't wait. Looking forward to dialing in for the next episode, Lucy. We're getting a wealth of different points of view from across our clients' business right now that will be featured in the next episode when we focus on the challenges for packaging based on these consumer concerns. So if you're interested in finding out more about how we leverage insights for innovation, drop Lucy a line at lucyb at touchdesign.com. Well, there we have it. That wraps up our first podcast. This is the first chapter in our journey. And now that we have some consumer insight to work with, we'd love to hear from you, our listeners, about whether any of the issues or challenges that we've discussed today are similar to issues that you're dealing with. Are any of the things that we've talked about impacting the way that you're thinking and the way that you're planning your innovation pipelines in the future? Since today's episode has been all about the consumer, we feel it's only right to end with a few last words from them. I know things could be a lot worse, but I'm sure when all this horrible time is finished, we'll be a lot better for it. Thank you ever so much for listening. We'll be back in two weeks' time. Stay safe and look after yourselves. Bye for now.